Hey guys, it's Schmitty Sensations, and I'm here with my friend Connor Milton today. Connor, how are you doing? What's up, Will? How you doing, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Weather's a little cold, and it's going to be cold all week, but, you know, we had some really yeah. nice weather, so. Yeah, things fun. are good. Um, Glad to be back on the show again, man. Oh, great to have you. Yeah, a lot of people uh, like the last one that you were on. Um, and speaking of the last one, we talked about Ozark a little bit, and that's the topic for today. We're going to go over season three. I really like season three. I thought it was definitely the best season so far. Uh, what do you think of it? Yeah, season three was great. Like, a lot of things happened. There was a lot of development with the characters. And uh, you got to see a different side of... Um, you got to see a different side of Marty and his wife. What's her name again? Uh, Wendy. Yeah, you get to see a different side of Marty and Wendy. So you get to see, like, how they can be evil. Or there's just different, like, a lot of different things going on in the show. So it was it was really good. And versus the other seasons, I think it had you on the edge. Like, you never knew what they were going to do. Like, they were in a pinch the whole time. They were fighting with each other. So it was crazy. Yeah, and the craziest thing was with their fighting, they actually, you know, took a step and went to a marriage counselor, and they both started paying the marriage counselor, which really just kind of defines their whole relationship. Yeah, exactly. Um, they were both and, they were both bribing the the counselor like to be on their side. Yeah, was... yeah, it was crazy. And then you know the counselor bought like a McLaren or you know a fancy sports car, and then she ended up getting killed by the the bodyguard uh nelson which was yeah, like insane like i thought it was like such like good writing and like how they would like kill um like an innocent lady um mm -hmm. for that but it's still like that was just insane i thought another uh crazy part was helen's death i really i thought she was gonna die definitely this season but like in the last scene, just like getting shot in the face like that, I was still really surprised. Yeah, after I after I watched that part, like I was just sitting there and I like I thought there was going to be like a big ending. I didn't see how much time was left. Mm -hmm. And then she just dies. And I'm like, what the heck? And it's the end of the it's the end of the season. And I thought there was going to be like another episode or something. But I mean, I, I, I honestly did, I thought they were going to get maybe like in prison there. But I didn't know if Helen was going to get killed. That was just that was out of nowhere. Yeah. And. Speaking of imprisoned, uh, I, I just rewatched the last 15 minutes of that episode because that was like some of the best 15 minutes of TV I think I've ever watched. Like I was constantly like thinking like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Is Helen yeah. actually going to die? Or am I going to be wrong? And then uh, Agent Maya, the FBI agent, called Marty mm -hmm. and said, um, don't get on that plane to Mexico. And I thought oh my God, the FBI or the CIA is there and they're about to kill Navarro and then like might accidentally kill Marty or like make him look guilty. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And then and that was the same phone call where we found out that, well, we already knew, but uh, Helen had uh, snitched out to the... Uh, the FBI. cartel about Marty. Yeah, and... Or, well, she like cut a deal with the FBI um, to like get rid of the birds... And then, you know, Navarro found out and that's kind of like why uh, he killed her. I think another reason, too, is because mm. she's like a really stubborn character. How about Helen? Yeah. And yeah. she's also like kind of a yes man. And mm -hmm. the one, you know, a big storyline for Helen was her daughter and protecting her and not letting her know that she works for the cartel. And as soon as Ben told uh, her daughter, um, you know, she got him. She wanted to kill him like immediately. And it shows that, like, 
if you cross her once, um, she just wants that person dead and that she's not going to really like think about it or like deal with her problems mm-hmm. in a sense. But- when like when like the birds actually can deal with their problems, like Wendy literally killed her brother. Yes. And like the birds have proved for the last three seasons that they can get themselves out of a jam and not kill people and be responsible. Um, mm-hmm. And I think another and they were kind of like a big episode in this season that I really liked was I think it was the fourth or fifth one. It was when Marty was in the cell in Mexico and how, um, you know, he was imagined himself playing like the video game of him, you know, taking down the man. And yeah. I thought it was really cool how like he stood up to Navarro and said, you know, I hope you die. I'm I'm scared the hell out of you and Wendy. Um, mm-hmm. And then he ended up fixing his own problem by um, getting, you know, I think the accounts were frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, wasn't yeah. wasn't that crazy when Marty was in the cell and that like that loud music was playing and oh, it was just God. in there? I don't even oh. I don't even remember what type was. Was it like Mexican? It was like some hard world? rock. Yeah. it was like some hard rock and just blaring in his face with a super bright light. But anyways, let's talk about Ben. Dude, Ben, we, he is a crazy character. Yes, I I love the character though. Like he was such like a likable guy, and it was really surprised because in the first two seasons. Marty and Wendy kept mentioning his name and how dangerous he is and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. now we finally got to see him this season. And then it turns out, you know, he's, you know, bipolar, he's got issues, but he has a lot of issues. Yeah, a lot of issues. I, but I, 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 so I'm, I'm kind of the whole thing I was thinking was, do I blame Ruth or not? Because yeah. I feel like it's a, a lot of it's Ruth's fault because I mean, the, the guy, he's obvious. I mean, there's something wrong. I mean, he's, there's something wrong with him, right? You can kind of tell. Yeah. I mean, they kind of set it up to where when he first comes, it, it they he's like kind of this like really happy like bubbly guy, you know, mm-hmm. and it's almost like he's he's just like being sweet to Ruth, even though like she like just wants nothing to do with yeah. him, which makes him kind of weird, but like super sweet at the same time. And um, I mean, you knew when Marty told him to leave, and he didn't leave, something was going to happen with that. That kind of like foreshadowed that something was going to happen with him, like like messing up or like you know he was always around but you knew something was going to happen with him yeah I wasn't... But... go ahead no I, I just i don't know i mean i don't know if you can really blame wendy i mean it's her brother like she her her, her brother was not listening at all she knew that mm-hmm. it's her family or her brother so i mean it was a tough spot yeah i don't i don't know if i'd really blame ruth mainly because we've never really seen ruth be happy in this whole show, you know, she had, she uh, killed her uncles for Marty. And then there was, she was also, her dad came back um, in season two and, you know, his dad, her dad started hitting her and stealing stuff. And she's really just never caught a break and be happy. So I thought Mm -hmm. it was really cool for her character development to um, see her be happy. Um, And the same with, you know, Ben too, maybe like, finding like a way out of you know his madness by finding someone that helps him um Mm -hmm. yeah it was really hard but i really think that we've seen ruth be like sad and like not have a good life that like i wouldn't really blame her because she kind of deserves it and she really has been treated shittily by uh marty um pretty much the entire 
series. It's yeah, like, for especially sure. Especially these last two seasons, it's just like Marty just doesn't make time for her and seems like he doesn't care for her. And I think that's really going to bite him in the ass next season because Ruth went to Helen in the season finale um, and told her that she quit for the birds. And then Helen asked if um, if the birds are out of the picture, will you work for me? And she says, you know, you know where to find me or whatever. And I think that's really going to be a big storyline is now that Helen's dead, it's still going to be uh, Ruth, mm. Ruth versus Marty. And yeah, that could be, I mean, I, they, they haven't, um, well, they still haven't technically announced season four because it's a little too early, but mm. they obviously will. So, it's yes. kinda, you know, do they go with season five? Do they just stick with season four to end the series? Because I think a really good ending would be, um, you know, Marty versus Ruth. And you know something's going to happen with old girl and Wyatt. What's her name? Um, Darlene. Dude, that was so You know something's going to happen with old Darlene. Let's talk about that because the whole time I was thinking, all right, I mean, dude's in her house. They're getting a little bit too comfortable with each yeah. other. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then they just ended up like, I mean, they had sex. Yeah. It was, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So there, de something's definitely going to happen with them two and Ruth. Yeah, and we saw in the last um, ten minutes of the finale that Ruth went to um, their farm and saw all the, I think the poppy, the poppy flowers, mm -hmm. uh, the poppy fields, and she looked like really happy. And like that was another big part of the season for Ruth was reuniting with Wyatt. And mm -hmm. um, but you know now it seems they're re reunited um, with. Uh, you know, Darlene and Wyatt and Ruth are all together and happy. It seems like, dude, it was so crazy when um, Darlene went to Kansas City and shot Frank Jr., shot yes. his penis off. I was like, oh, my God, she does not care at all. I still yeah. she her character development. Uh, I'm feeling more of a soft spot for her because, like, you know, she really wants to take care of the kid and she's you know a decent mom she wants to protect the kid and then you know starting a relationship with Wyatt but you're like she's still badass and then like I mean like, I mean she killed her husband yeah too, so she's kind of yeah. she's crazy oh, she's definitely crazy so, she's always been crazy throughout the entire series but this season's definitely like okay she can do some good she can you know clearly love um but yeah mm -hmm. and it was just so weird when like Wyatt found out that um uh, what's her name? Darlene killed Jacob and he kind of just like went back to live with Ruth for a few days in the trailer park. And then they eventually all went back, but it was like, mm -hmm. that was so crazy. And honestly, the whole thing was unexpected. Like, I yeah, feel like this... especially the, the whole, especially the whole ending too. I mean, just, yeah, it was bizarre with, um, Darlene, uh, mm -hmm. another, big part of and this might be like one of my favorite moments in the whole season was when Jonah pulled the gun on uh Helen and went to her house and yes, threatened to shoot that was her. Really I really scene. thought that that's how it was gonna end and he was gonna mm -hmm. shoot her and that would be the end of the show or the end of the season. But he didn't. He's also had more, you know, close calls where he's pulled a gun on the Agent Petty in season one mm -hmm. and then also the other part bodyguard for the first um you know drug leader uh what his name was Dell and I think this guy's name was uh Garcia 
uh, the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And so he pulled a gun on him and then um, Buddy eventually killed him. That was the season one, second to last episode or last episode. That was crazy. And then we see that Jonah was, you know, pissed about um, Ben dying and uh, he shot the window. Yeah. Um, and I really think, yeah. I really think it represents um, what's going to happen next season because I really do think he's going to kill someone next season Mm -hmm. i do too i think i think it's leading up to jonah's about to do something yeah um and i saw a fan theory that um you know jonah might go and kill wendy um oh wow for you know all that's happened and all this but they the show's really been um you know showing that jonah's you know willing to pull a gun on someone but and that's really his whole character development is like how well he can adapt to the Ozark, like he mm-hmm. immediately started like learning about guns and shooting, which was you know a big part of the Ozark community and you know Missouri community um, as a state. And then you know we show we see him adapt, but then also remember when he got that deer head that Jacob gave him? Uh, I think it was, I think it was like beginning of season two, and then like Jonah was super uncomfortable um, with it and had to like hide it with a blanket in his room because like we saw like. Like, we think he's really good at, like, adapting, but at the same time, it's, you know, a struggle for him. So I really thought his storyline's good. Um, and, yeah, I'm – honestly, I'm ready to see him kill someone because he's definitely going to – he's definitely going to pull that trigger, I feel like. Um, but, yeah. Another uh, cool aspect was how the FBI was sniffing around the casinos and just showing how smart Marty is because um, – you know, with dealing with Maya this season, but then also dealing with Petty in season one and two, it, the show and the writers remind us that Marty's really, really smart and he can avoid these FBI agents. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, get, they always get out of a pinch. I mean, at the end of the day, Marty always finds a way to do something. Yeah, because he's really smart and he's a really good talker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see next season on how uh, Marty's going to work with Maya and um, how all that goes down. Yeah, for sure. Cutting a deal or not. Um, But yeah, it was just crazy when he's like, yeah, I'm going to go compromise an FBI agent. And then Wendy's like, you're actually insane. Yeah, and neither of them listened to each other the whole time. Yeah, and that that was really brought up in the marriage counseling thing with, you know, bribing the marriage counselor. And that's really the whole season just because they don't really take time and listen and that's why they've grown further apart and that's why they both don't really trust each other anymore because Wendy started having you know too much power and wanted to be like a political adversary um, Mm -hmm. I guess is the word to use there Um, because that was her old job in Chicago and then she had the kids um, and she didn't work anymore and that's kind of like her story of like I don't want to just be remembered as a family mom. I want to, you know, go back and be a political leader um, and be kind of, you know, the head of my family. Because mm-hmm. I don't know fun. if I really, I don't know if I really like Wendy that much. Just because no. like the whole time I felt like she was just doing things for that reason to like, you know, she didn't, okay. She didn't want to be like just a, you know, family mom, which, which is fine, but she just didn't want to, but like she kept doing things that were like, I think would put the family in more danger versus just like mm-hmm. sticking to their main focus of working for the cartel. I mean, yeah. And then like, especially just opening the whole thing with the, um, she wanted to like make a fund, like a legit fund for charity or something. And yeah. 
Ben came in. I mean, you knew something was going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think that's a bad idea when you're working for a drug cartel to like do something that wouldn't benefit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doing something that is just extra. You don't need to do that. Yeah, I really didn't like Wendy in season one at all. She kind of got a little more likable in season two, but then this season I started hating her again just because uh-huh. she's just trying to take like too much power, and then like she's talking she's talking to cart uh, the cartel uh, Navarro on the side a lot, and then she's kind of like wants to be the bigger man, but she really you know needs to learn her role, and we'll see. Um, you know, she got a bigger role in the money laundering game this season, and we'll see how it pans out for her mm-hmm. um, next season. Who knows? She might be like, you know, the new Helen um, mm-hmm. uh, because she did, you know, get her own brother killed. So it's going to be an interesting one for Wendy. And I think the ending of this show, whether it be next season or season five, is going to be, you know, it's going to revolve around Marty ruth and wendy for sure definitely yeah, for those sure. three you know i i'm gonna assume one of those one of those uh characters dies or you know they all escape or they you know all go to prison it's just there's so many things that can happen um in this show but we also need to watch you know more episodes and see what happens next season and how ruth is going to deal with marty and how marty and wendy are gonna take a bigger role in the cartel Um, for sure so yeah i really thought this season was like breaking bad quality Mm -hmm. um definitely compared i thought i thought the first two seasons were good but like this season definitely kicked it up so yeah the show's great oh yeah the show's great um you know if you haven't checked out ozark uh go watch it now on netflix that's why we're doing this podcast is because we love it and um i think that's a good place to wrap it up um so hey i got i got some more shit to talk about oh go ahead go ahead hey what about illinois basketball news kofi coburn wants to he he's go he's saying he wants to go to the draft yeah well he he declared for the draft I'm but, shocked but, that Io hasn't though, because I I always yeah. thought that Io would declare first and then Kofi. Yeah, but okay, so an article just came out. Uh, I'm not sure what sports thing it was, but uh, Io was uh, projected not to be picked. Oh really? Yeah, he was not. He was projected not to be picked in one of the uh, big mock drafts that came out. So I mean, it's not his stock drafts not looking as good as he thought it was. Uh, Coburn, I has he declared like fully? Has I he gotten? He, he declared fully. Yeah. But I think he can still come back. I don't know if he's like, uh, I don't know if he's given up his eligibility yet. Um, but either way, we either way, I'd like for them both to stay. Yeah, obviously we want them both to stay and you know prove themselves to have a Big Ten uh, tourney run and a March Madness run. But I was really surprised that Kofi declared before Io. Yeah, me too. That's shocking that Io wasn't even in the mock draft because he was a like top 15 top 20 pick um, Mm -hmm. in the mock drafts before yeah i know i don't know what happened i just saw an article about it and it said why this is good news for illinois fans so i'm hoping he stays same it would be good um and we can see how adam miller uh the five star coming in plays with uh, I I think Adam Miller is a shooting guard. I don't know if he can play. Yeah, Adam Miller is a really aggressive, athletic shooting guard okay. who can get you the paint. Is he like six four, six five? 
He's like six four, six five. Okay. Yeah, I think he's around there. Yeah, because my brother. So that'd give us. So that with them two, that'd give us a lot of depth. Uh, with losing uh, who Allen and Tevion, um, you know, Allen Griffin and Tevion mm-hmm. Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. This is kind of really. I was unexpected. I def. I I thought that Kofi would stay. Yeah, um, for sure. I know. De- I'm hoping he. I'm hoping he still does. I think he just posted a picture on Instagram, King Kofi with orange and blue. So. Hopefully, hopefully that can be a good, a good, a good sign or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll just have to see. I mean, really, you know, with the coronavirus, how far are they going to push the NBA back? How far are they going to push college basketball back? Mm-hmm. It's really, and that's really a big factor for all these um, players wanting to go um, yeah, to exactly. the draft or stay. Um, so yeah, no, yeah, I think Jalen Green is going to commit, I believe, on Wednesday. So two mm. days from now, and sources are saying that he's going to go to Auburn. Um, Auburn, wow! Yeah, that's that's the lead. Um, but yeah, but I watched Jalen Green. He must be getting paid. Oh, obviously, he's a he's a lottery pick for the twenty twenty one draft. Of course, he's going to get he's getting paid. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I'm surprised. Yeah, he didn't go to Kentucky because um, mm-hmm. that's where they produce like a ton of NBA talent and. Obviously, Calipari is playing all, paying all of his top players. Um, you know that coach they got at Auburn is sketchy. Oh, Bruce Pearl. Yeah, oh. Bruce Pearl. He doesn't he have some like really bad affiliations with Illinois. Oh, yeah, he totally screwed over Illinois. He, um, I believe, he set up like a tape recorder to like get uh, Dion Thomas to say that like he received like a bunch of stuff from the U of I. Yeah, he tried to snake Illinois, bro. I knew it. Yeah, and that's why I don't. That's why I was like, dang it, I don't want Jalen Green going to Auburn because I want to, like, you know, root for Jalen Green because I saw him in person and, mm-hmm. you know, all this stuff. But, and I hate Auburn basketball and Bruce Pearl because Bruce Pearl totally screwed over Illinois. Um, yeah, and then, like, there was a bunch of lying, and then Bruce Pearl didn't get in any trouble about it. Wow. Which was just so bogus. Um, That's crazy. Well, speaking of sports, um, Michael Jordan, the ten-part documentary starts on uh, Sunday. Oh, Sunday! Sweet. Yeah, I think it comes out on uh, yeah Sunday. So yeah, that'll that be was, something for everybody yeah, to watch. Yeah, it's supposed to be in July. But they push it up because you know the NBA season got canceled. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm excited to watch that. Did you watch? Me the, too. Um, there's another big series. There's like a three-part series on the Lakers and Celtics and Bird and Magic. Like oh, a year ago. it's like a, it's like a, it's like a. Uh, 30 for 30 yeah, it thing. was another 30 for 30. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it. It's really that good. That one was good. I So mm-hmm. for the Jordan one, are they like releasing all episodes like on the same day? Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh. I just know it's I just know I saw it's really getting released on Sunday. So like is it going to be on Netflix or like a thing like that or is um, it going to be like I'm, is it going to be like every night like on TV, you know? Um I'm going to look that up because yeah, that's a um because if it's on Netflix, that'll be better, honestly, I think. Yeah. It's on Netflix to watch. It's going to be on Netflix? Yeah. That's, that's decent. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Because, I mean, there's so many documentaries about the Bulls and Jordan, but now, you know, a new 10-part series, it's going to be uh, fun to watch. I'm mm-hmm. um, really interested in, like, the whole, you know, conspiracy that his dad got killed. By like either what? Yeah, well, because you know his dad was killed, and then that's why he you know went to baseball for two years 
Oh, well, I didn't know his dad was killed. I thought he just like died from like regular. Like, you know, I thought he just no. Died. He got like shot, and there's like oh wow conspiracy that um it was either like the mafia or like Jordan because J- Michael Jordan was a huge gambler. Um, yes, you know, and playing poker and golf, and then you know there are a lot of people that think that um it's his gambling debts that you know cost him his dad's life because these people um who he had owed debt to him, uh, didn't get their debt and he, they went out and killed his dad. So that's a big conspiracy. And then also that would explain why we would stop playing basketball. And also like David Stern making him leave or not. Yeah. Um, There's just such a big conspiracy. And I, I'm really hoping they kind of go into that. Yeah. I did see on Twitter, there was a post that said, um, that they thought that this documentary might help shine light on uh, his off the court stuff. Yeah, for sure, for sure, definitely. Like a lot it. of the, like a lot of his gambling, like there's a lot of stories of him, like even the flu game. There's stories of him like being super like hungover uh-huh. from like a night of like gambling and drinking before the game. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's definitely gonna be an interesting series to watch. Series to watch because I mean he was, mm-hmm. ugh, I don't remember his age exactly, but he was in his prime, and he won three straight championships, and he left like. That's just insane. Um, he was, mm-hmm. you know, like the best ever, and then he just like left the league, and it was crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so that's, yeah, that's why there's like such a big conspiracy about you know why he left um, and everything. So yeah. Well, speaking of conspiracies, mm. man, coronavirus. There's something fishy going on with coronavirus, man. I gotta tell you. So first, my first theory was that it's five G. So. <laughs> You know, so you know, listen, hear me out. So, you know, Wuhan was one of the first 5G cities in the world, right? They signed in 2018 to be a 5G city by 2020. Okay. One of the first cities. And look what happens. There's people, there's videos of people dropping dead in Wuhan just from like walking down the street. They just all of a sudden drop and die. Oh boy. So, I think that explains why one of the first 5G cities, I mean, everyone there gets coronavirus it's kind of sketchy well i i heard another conspiracy is that the government um created this the world government's created this to uh, recharge the birds um because how many birds have you seen during this quarantine not too many because you know the birds <laughs> are spies and they work for the government um oh my so, god yeah. <laughs> no but really about coronavirus there's something sketchy going on with it because it doesn't make sense to me like well, obviously, China, I mean, they lie about the reported cases. Do you think oh, that's true? Oh, they definitely lie. They, there are probably so many more people um, that have corona there, and they're just hiding it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, everybody's got to recover from coronavirus. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't really buy any conspiracy theories about um, a disease, but, you know. Honestly, I don't know, bro, because I feel like it kind of could have been created by China and sent over here. To, it, bro, it's destroying economies. Think about it. China China popped up hospitals in, in, in days for it. Man, you got some, you you get, you got some theories. I'm sure I'm sure if Frymouth is listening to this podcast right now, he's probably... No, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just joking. <laughs> coronavirus, is, coronavirus is very real. Everybody stay home. Cover mm-hmm. up. Wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but all right, bro. It's a good spot that to wrap is a good it up. Spot huh? to wrap it up. Wash your hands. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk about more stuff after we were done talking about Ozark. Oh but... no, it's fine, dude. It, 
I love talking to you, Connor. I love having you on the show, man. You're great. For sure, bro. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, so uh, wash your hands. Watch Ozark. Don't stand by 5G towers. And um, Exactly. Yeah, so this is uh, Schmitty Sensations. You can listen to me on Spotify and Anchor. Uh, thanks so much, Connor, for joining me. All right, man. Be cool.